Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Hardo. And your girl, Halima. And welcome to Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Bantus. And we are officially moving to season three. And I'm so excited because we have so many new things coming for season three. It's going to be amazing. I just want to do a little recap of season two. In season two, we left off about talking, uh, having the conversation of gun violence, the importance of educating our community on gun violence. We did have a, the guest, Abdul, come on and give us his um, intake on gun violence. Um, we had the talk about real estate. We taught you guys a little bit about how else we can make money. And um, we had a talk about mental health again. Every season, we will have a talk about mental health because we as humans, we grow, we evolve. We're not the same person we were yesterday. So we always get new information, and we would love to just continue that conversation. The conversation never ends. Um, we had a talk on cosmetology because your girl graduated her cosmetology school, and I got licensed. So I spoke to you guys about that and that experience and how it was. Um, we talked about self-love, the importance of self-love, how important it is to love yourself before you can love anybody else. We talked about pedophiles. There is a lot of pedophiles in our community, and we, t- we spoke a lot about pedophilia. And we talked about successful business women. We had three entrepreneurs come on and gave us their stories and everything. So check that out. Go back, listen to those episodes. They were great episodes, really in-depth episodes. I loved everything about those episodes. And today we have two important topics. First, we're going to talk about, oh, actually, I'm just going to let Halima do disclaimers and then I will let you know. So yeah, um, today we have like a, a disclaimer because we're going to be discussing really heavy topics in the second half of this podcast, um, but basically we're just, um, we're going to be talking about topics regarding abuse, domestic violence, sexual abuse, and other triggering issues. The main topic would be domestic violence, but those things might come up. So if you don't want to hear about these topics and issues, we invite you to not tune in. Um, we'll talk about it later and let you guys know when the discussion starts and when we start talking about the domestic violence part. Okay. All right. So first, the t- first topic that we have is about friendships and the importance of friendships. I feel like a lot of people don't understand how important it is to have friends. I feel like it's very, very normalized mm-hmm. just to say like, Oh, fuck friends. I like being on my own. I don't need them bitches. I don't need, I don't need them friends. I don't need yeah, nobody. That's, that's just too normalized. And I feel like, I, I feel like we just need to have this conversation. Like, why don't you want friends? You know? I feel like a lot of people say that they don't want friends because bitches is fake and bitches, which is true. Like, believe me. <laughs> but that's just life. Like, in life, you will encounter some fake as people you encounter people that will smile in your face and just stab you in your back that is life we are supposed to go through things like this in life you know if you if you're just going through life happy prancing around you've never been through shit all your friends are solid and good and blah blah you, you're not really going through life you're not being tested like you, everything about you is just like not real mm-hmm. you know Honestly, nobody even lives like that for real, so. So, y'all need to get off of this, like, thing, this mindset of just thinking, like, oh, I've been through too much shit, so I don't want female friends. I'm not even going to try to, like, make amends with female or things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's always, like, the issue always comes around when people are like, oh, I don't want female friends. This is why it's better to be friends with guys, because guys oh. don't have all this drama. Bitches are so messy. But it be you. Like, <laughs> let me stop. But yeah, like men be just as messy. I feel like. Girl, not only that, but like the intimate like relationship that you have with a female, you cannot get with a male. Okay, like men cannot be there for you intimately. Like a female, I don't know. Like I've had like male friends, but I feel like it's just so much better with a female. Like that, there's just like that level of like you get me, you understand me, you know why I'm saying some of the stuff that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just can't get that from a male. You yeah, because regardless with guys, they always give you a guy's point of view. Mm-hmm. And you're not a guy. And guys, no guys just don't get it. They're just like, well, I just don't get like why that's so important. Or like, just don't. Like, it's, they just piss me off. Because every time I've been to a guy, he's just like, man, you females. They will be here coming with facts and shit. Like, that's really what ground you. What keeps you going. Like, they not keeps you going. But they they ground you. They tell you what's up. They give you different perspectives mm-hmm. that still female that's still feminine that still lets you know how it is 
like in a woman's point of view. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those types of friendships are just they're just important. They are. They're they're just different. You don't get that that level of you know sisterhood and that level of understanding that you get with a woman that you can get with a guy. Mm-hmm. And like men are cool and everything, but sometimes it's like. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't want to speak to somebody I'm attracted to all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Or maybe I don't, I'm like, maybe I just don't want to talk to a guy about things because guys always see things in their own perspective. Yeah. And, and like, it's very important to have other people who understand you and who talk to you about things who can actually see your point of view just because of what, you know, just because they m- went through similar things, you know? Yeah. Like, personally, growing up, I feel like men, men and women, like, even growing up, you could grow up with a man in the same household and have two completely different childhoods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, completely different. And a lot of other women can relate to your experiences in, in childhood that men cannot. Like, I don't know, though. I just think they're important. I feel like that, too. Um, for me, I, I absolutely value friendship. I feel like I'm a good friend, so I expect the same. Like, I see the type of friend that I am to other females that it's kind of hard for me to just be like, friendship is not important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I see, like, the impact that I have on other people's lives when I'm there for them, when I'm, like, a good friend, you know? And this, vice versa, like, when my friends are there for me in time of me, like, when you're going through something, like, traumatic or when you're experiencing something that's, like, near and dear to your heart, like, the first thing you don't think of is, like, oh, let me go cry this, let me go cry to this boy, you know, you always think about your friends, you think about, like, important people to you, and when important people come up, like, I get it, like, some people, like, they, they like to say, like, oh, I only need my man, or blah, 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 but I feel like that's very, very toxic, okay, I feel like it's toxic to only have your husband as a friend, I feel like it's toxic to only talk to your husband 24-7 out the day, I feel like it's toxic, I feel like it's, you need to let your husband breathe, y'all need some leg room, y'all need room to, like, grow, how can you grow when, like, the only person you're engaging with is your husband, there's no room for intellect, there's no room for you to, like, be questioned, there's no room for your, like, your judgment to be questioned, you know, you're, you you know what your husband's gonna say automatically, you know, because you know that person, you live with that person, that person is you, and you are them, you know, so you, there's no room for another person to let you know, like, hey, I think you're actually wrong in this mm-hmm. situation. You know, you have no room for somebody to say, like, yo, like, you know, you might be mistaken. Even though some of your husbands, like, will say that to you, but you won't take it. You won't take that advice because you're just like, oh, that's just my husband. Like, he just doesn't get it, you mm-hmm. know? But if your homegirl was to check you and your homegirl was to say, like, yo, you know, I think you were actually wrong in this situation. This is why you're wrong. You're going to think, like, oh, shoot, like, you know what? She's right. I was mm-hmm. tripping, you know? So it's, it's just like, I don't understand why y'all want to, like, just enslave yourself. Like, release yourself from the shackles of feeling like you only need your husband as a friend. And, like, personally, growing up or, like, being as a human being, you need different types of relationships. Yes. Like, your relationship with your mom and your husband and your friends are all different types of relationships. Like, they shouldn't all commanded to one like you know i'm cool with my mom that's my bestie but i'm really not like that. i'm not about to tell her like yo girl like this is what i did last night mm-hmm. like, like you know the level of respect right like hey. you feel me so like you gotta separate different people in your life for like different like the different reasons there's nuances to these friendships but people be wanting to have one person be their everything really and that's not healthy it's not, not only for not that only is it not, it's not only is it, like she said it's toxic it's odd but it's not healthy they want to like y'all need to separate from each other once in a while Mm -hmm. like like there's some people that would literally sit there and be like I want to talk to my husband 24-7. I want to be around my husband 24-7. I don't, like, if my husband goes somewhere, I want to go to that place. If my husband, like, like, girl, you need your own personality outside of your husband, you know? And it's absolutely amazing to be in love with a person to the point where you want to be with them every single day. Like, that is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, congratulations. But uh, you need to be yourself. You need to be able to have your own identity outside of your relationship. And if that's where a friendship comes to play. Like, you need another friend. You need a girlfriend. You need a friend. Like, And a lot of people are just like, y'all say y'all scared or whatever because like, y'all been done dirty. Like, we all been done dirty. We've all been done dirty. But at the end of the day, you will find you a group of friends that are solid. You will find you a group of friends that are, mm-hmm. like, real. And you'll find a sisterhood. And when you find that sisterhood... You gonna be like, I don't even need a man, cause I got a sisterhood and crime. So let's move on to the second key. 
What is the key factor you look for in a friendship? Loyalty. Loyalty. Like, honestly, the, sh the stuff I look for in a friendship and relationship, there may be a little, some differences, but, um, because, you know, you know, I'm not really looking for attraction and mm -hmm. that shit. But I do want loyalty. I do want communication. I do want, like, I need somebody to be human. I need some honesty. Like, I my friend. First of all, as a friend, being loyal is so important. In any type of relationship with anybody, you need loyalty mm -hmm. each and every time. Oh, also respect. Respect is another big one. Yeah. And if your friends don't respect you, they're going to have you out here. Woo. Mm -hmm. All of shit. But yeah, I really look for loyalty. Um, loyalty and respect. But that's one for like all types of my relationships. So I guess, um, yeah, honesty too. Loyalty, respect, honesty. That's important. Like... Good vibes. Oh, yeah. Good vibes is a big one. These girls out here, whew, they be hating everybody's guts. Why? <laughs> like, they be hating everybody's guts. And sometimes you just don't want, like, sometimes I don't want to be in a group chat or sitting around people and just talking about people all day long. Me, personally, do I be talking about people? Uh, ah. but, but I especially don't want to be sitting around talking about people all day long. Like, what kind of life is that? Right. Like, I need my friend, I need friends that talk about stuff. Like, talk about different things. Talk about how your life is going, how you're doing. Let's not talk about other people or talk about niggas. All the time. Gracious. Talk about niggas all the time is really what you <sighs> Oh, my gosh. I'd be like, damn, girl, you... Nothing else? No, just another nigga. Mm. I agree. Um, Some of my... Key factor that I look for in a relationship is, I mean, a friendship is definitely loyalty. I feel like whatever I tell you, even if we're not friends again, that should always be to you. It's not for you and your other group chats. Like, that is just for you. It's information just for you. So, loyalty is very important. Um, I feel like being sensitive. Like, it's, it's really important for you to be sensitive mm -hmm. of, like, me. You know, like, if I come to you and I'm saying to you, like, Oh my God, this bitch did this and this to me. Da, da, da. And then you feel bad for the other bitch. You're my friend. Feel for me. You know, like if somebody did something to me and you know the other person and you're like, oh, well, you're not like that. Or like, I just hate people who do that. Like, you're my friend and I'm like in need. Like, bitch, be there for me. If you like, if you really feel like I fucked up, like later on, just be like, hey, girl, like I know we had a conversation and you was in your feelings, but let me just tell you that, you know, I don't really feel like you was in the wrong. I mean, in the right. You're wrong, or whatever, you know, like, y'all really need to be sensitive to y'all friends. Y'all are mean. Y'all are so mean. Like, oh like, there's this girl. <laughs> We're not even going to go there. I want to give y'all an example. <laughs> I want to give y'all an example. But just be nice to your friends. I feel like it's really important to be nice. Okay, then there's nice and there's like a nice where you're nice to like normal people But then like the nice that you are to your friends should be like ten times more than you are to just if you're nice to a regular person You should be ten times more nicer to your friends. Yeah, I feel I'm like especially with that I feel like there's a difference between like when we're bantering look at me sounding like I'm from Love Island Goodbye. You, know, <laughs> you know, there's a thing when we're just bantering when people be joking around with their friends Like you be joking around with your friends. Yeah, you're gonna call your friend a bitch. Right. Ah, it's all jokes. But, like, some of y'all, it don't be jokes for y'all. Like, y'all be dead. Like, bitch, are you dumb? You slow-ass bitch. That's why you ain't graduate high school with and your you, dumb ass. And you said that. Like, you're so mean. Like, like, bitch, if I, especially if I say something to you, like, let's say I told you, like, oh, damn, like, I accidentally had a crush on this fat dude, and he, like, pissed on me. And then, like, like, just random. And then we're fighting, and then be like, <laughs> and then you say to me, like, and then we're, we're having a conversation. There's, like, people around, and you said, like, oh, she's so dumb. Her dumb ass let a fat dude piss on her. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, I told you that in confidence. This like, example is like, I'm Like, I'm already embarrassed, and I told you, and then you're going to go ahead and, like, tell other people. <laughs> That's also the lack of loyalty, too. Like, what, what the, the hell? hell? What the heck? I've been forgetting there's kids here. There's kids on this episode. Mm. But, like, just be nice to your friends. That's what I think. I think loyalty, being inconsistency. If we are friends and you go, like, five months without talking to me, seeing me, and all that stuff, but then I see you hanging out with other people every single day, what type of friendship is that? Like, you need to have consistency. You need to, like, 
hit up your friends every now and then, like say like, hey girl, yeah, let's hang up. Yeah, yeah, every now and then, like you don't, you haven't talked to me in like two, three months. You're not my friend. That's not friendship. Consistency is important. It's not picking and choosing what friends you want to hang out for social media. Bitches only want to hang out with their cute friends because they want to post up on social media. Y'all need to stop because ugly people need love too. <laughs> Nobody's ugly, but like y'all need to stop doing that. Like y'all really just want to hang out with people for cute Instagram pictures and to make your feed look nice. A lot of people these days that friends with people for clothes. Like y'all, y'all only want to go on vacations with pretty girls because you want your office to be pretty. Y'all, only, but then them be the ones I don't even have good vibes. Y'all don't even be vibing with these people. Y'all gotta like hold your tongue back all the time. You can't say how you feel. You can't be yourself. But the ugly people that y'all left, they could have been your best friends. Okay, y'all need to stop making relationships and friendship based off aesthetics, the way somebody looks, what somebody can do. Like because somebody's a makeup artist, hairstylist, like you feel like you want to be their friend because they can get you right. Girl, mm. choose your friendship wisely and don't make it based off what they can and can't do. It reminds me of that TikTok of the girl that was like, Damn, I wish my friends were pretty. Like, I wish my yeah! friends were pretty. Dude, and her friends came out because I think she made a post on um, Twitter too. And her friends literally commented on that and they were just dark skins. That's what it was. It wasn't that they were ugly, it was that they were dark skins. <laughs> like, baby. I'm a dark skinned girl. Shit like that be pissing me off, cause some people be making it seem like dark skinned girls are ugly, but we really are. We're just dark, like that's all it is. Like we just don't look like all these light skinned girls on Instagram. Literally all And no offense to light skinned girls, but these dark skinned girls all be looking the same. Honestly though, everybody be looking the same nowadays, anyways. But like regardless, you're like saying that shit about your friend and then posting it on TikTok. And telling the whole world that your friends are ugly and they don't get niggas? Wow. I can literally a cloud chaser. And wow. I, I wouldn't even want to be your friend. Should I say I need more pretty friends? No, you need something else. Literally, something and the friends she posted was literally dark skins. Like, it, And they weren't even ugly. They were just dark skins. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, insane. <sighs> Okay, so we are going to the end of this episode. It was it? No, we have one more. We have one more. Um, I thought there was way more questions. No, we have one more, and it is, what is your favorite moments with friends? Oh. What is your favorite moments? I mean, acting like I don't got friends. Yeah, I swear I'm popping. I feel like um, most of the times, I think my favorite moments would be like, any moments where my friends like accomplish some shit and I'm there for them, <laughs> like um, like the grand opening, not even the grand opening of the of the store, but like when we did the when we oh, the did, like the cosmetics thing, that was so much fun. I felt so that was like yes, I'm just uh, it's just and you know my bitch had on pink because all my friends had pink. Period. It just be the way that like I, I don't know, I bitch just be doing it. I'd be like yeah. And then the band will be in the store when that Sneena graduated. Oh, now we saying my first name. <laughs> when the old girl graduated. Yeah, I think any so of my beautiful. friends' graduations. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like celebrating my friends. So She's at my graduation too, even though it was virtual. Mm-hmm, she was. The birthday dinners. Actually, have I been to a birthday dinner? I kind of don't like birthday dinners because they be asking a little bit too much. I don't Pre- like doing <laughs> This bitch. But, um... Just, like, hanging out with my friends. I feel like every moment with the homegirls is a good moment because I'm funny, they funny. Are I'm, you funny? I'm hilarious. Halima thinks she funny. I am so funny. And y'all be telling Halima she funny. And Ask I'm your niggas. Like, ah! <laughs> 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 if I'm funny. See, <laughs> see what I mean? Uh, see what y'all be doing I'm, to her? I'm kidding. But, no, I'm hilarious. Um, I'm a very funny person. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, some of my favorite moments with friends. Um, I, I love birthdays. I think birthdays is like my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like I love birthdays. I'm like going out each and every birthday. I know. <laughs> yeah, we try to each and every time. Yeah, I love birthdays. One thing I love about birthdays is like you're celebrating somebody's life. I feel like that's very very important. You know, if somebody wants you part of their birthday, like that's so important. Like I love I love going out going all out for other people's birthdays too. 
And I hate when people are rude to people on their birthdays. Like, mm-hmm. girl, do not be rude to my friends on their birthday. Like, I do not like that because I will go back and talk shit about you to them. Because <laughs> I'm just like, you need to cut that bitch off because she was not a good friend. Like, how dare she do that to you? It's your birthday. Like, I will say that. Like, don't be rude to my friends on their birthday. I'm not going to check you down there because I'm not going to start drama on their birthday. But I'll definitely tell them to cut you off because you're not a good friend. It's not your birthday. It's theirs. Okay. So one of my favorite moments with my friends, our birthdays, it's just when we're together, like us being around each other, like mm-hmm. laughing, having a good time, like that's just chemistry that you would not have if you're sitting in your home by yourself, you know, like it's, it's amazing chemistry. Um, I love just like dates, you know, when we dress up, go out to eat, dress up, do it, because a lot of people only do those type of things with their significant other, mm-hmm. you know, they feel like, oh, like just dressing up and going on a date is only for a guy. When it's like, bitch, no, them five-star restaurants, take your bitches there, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, all the nice dinings and all of that. Like, take your friends there. Take yourself out. Enjoy your each other's company. You know what I mean? Like, celebrate yourself. And it doesn't always have to be with a man. Y'all just get my man, my man, my man, my man. No! Your friends, your friends, your friends. And why females don't put the same energy that they put with their man in their relationship? Like, why y'all go all out for your man, especially on their birthday? Y'all be icing these niggas out. And for your friends, y'all just text them happy birthday. Like, why do y'all, like, put these men on such a high pedestal, but y'all don't for your female friends? Like, they just not that important to y'all? I don't like that. The same love that you give to your man, you should give that same love to your friends, because they just as important. Oh, something similar. Maybe something similar! But, like, don't put your man on a high pedestal, and then your friend, you're just like, she's not that important to mm-hmm. you. And, like, I had this conversation with a guy, and he was like, well, you know, there's a difference between a husband and a and a friend, and I'm like, some of these niggas don't even be this bitch's husband. So. Like, I'm be honest, some of these girls, some of these girls do not be married, or like they they be having boyfriends or situationships, and you'll have your sneaky link up all the way up here, and your friends down here, and it doesn't make any sense. Mm, it don't make any sense at all. Friendship is just not that important to them, girl, and it's it's not giving. Like, it's not. Like you guys gotta put in love and effort. You guys gotta put in shit for your friendships. Cause also people have friends with people, be friends with people, they'll put in no effort and then they'll be like, damn, I wonder why our friendships always why all my friendships fall out. Because y'all don't talk about nothing. Because you don't even try to like kick it with them. Try to even talk to them. Like, okay, y'all don't gotta kick it out all the time. Maybe let me tune in and ask this girl how she's doing. Maybe once in a while. Do that. But y'all don't even be doing that, so yeah, we got a little bit of an issue, huh? But that's just me. That's just my opinion. And your opinion is very valid. Yeah. Okay. So, that is the end of this segment, friendship segment. We just wanted to do something light, something like just to giggles and laugh before we get into this very triggering topic. This topic can be very sensitive and it can be very, it can take a lot of like people's, it just drains people when you listen to something so like hard you know Mm. so we hope you guys enjoyed that segment and now we're going to move on to the second part of the segment and we are going to be talking about domestic violence i would like to just take a moment of silence for those we have lost in the act of domestic violence I would like to just take 30 seconds to just think and remember all the loved ones that we have lost due to domestic violence. This topic is very, very triggering and it's not easy to talk about. Topics like this, it can get us very angry. It can get us to speak out of term, to say things that we do not mean. But it is still very important to speak out and talk about these topics. So I would like us to just take a few seconds and just remember all these beautiful women, women that have left kids behind, kids that are now orphans, kids that are left with fathers behind bars due to just the act of domestic violence. Thank you. Okay, so before we continue, we'd like to show a short clip from Mufti Menk about this topic. Um, yeah. 
type of paradise would we like as parents if we don't stand up for our daughters i'm not saying that they're always right but if you get to a point where your daughter's mental health is being affected or she's being tortured by her in-laws or by her husband and she's finding it unbearable yes i do know we are taught primarily to look at the matter and try and solve it and resolve it when it gets to a certain point there is no harm in seeking divorce and in helping our child not making her feel bad she won't be the first person going through a divorce and she will never be the last one either so we need to know there comes a certain point when you have to defend your own child remember who does that innocent child have i normally tell the men or the in-laws who scream and yell at someone else's daughter do you know what you're doing this person has a brain that is sacred this person has a life that is sacred this person has lineage that is sacred subhanallah these are given by allah you're standing right next to them screaming at them yelling at them do you not have fear of allah are you swearing at them Subhanallah, do you not realize the brain, you're going to damage it and Allah will pay you back for that? Do you not realize you have to stand in front of the court of Allah? Subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah grant us safety. May we be from among those who can honor our daughters-in-law, who can honor our wives, who can honor the women in a way that we respect the fact that they should be given the dignity that they deserve. So my brothers and sisters, I'm not saying that everyone out there who is a female is always innocent and always right sometimes, and it would be, they too would have difficulty, hardship, they might be going through a problem themselves, they might be wrong, they might be sometimes the root of the problem, it could be, but that should never ever result in us disrespecting her in us causing mental damage and trauma for her sometimes because a person comes from a home that may be far away you find okay i just wanted to share that clip because i do know that the men in our community don't believe anything unless it has some sort of religion tied to it so i just wanted you guys to hear from a shack a scholar an educated person of our dean so that way you guys can just i don't even know why we have to educate y'all on domestic violence i'm putting your hands on women because a lot of men say like oh so what so what so what anytime you guys listen to a chef online he never ever says if a man is beating you so what never and that's crazy because there's clips of all your favorite shucks, all y'all favorite shucks, they always say if a man is abusing you, if a man puts his hands on you the first time, leave. They always tell you guys there's no shame in divorce. And all you men, y'all so quick to share every other sunnah, there is. But y'all never share the importance of, of just being good to your wives. Y'all don't share the importance of just being a good husband. Y'all always say like, oh, you women are so quick to run away. You women are so quick to want a divorce. Now, who the hell want to be your punching bag? For real. Before we really continue, though, I just want to do a quick definition of domestic violence for the people who don't know. Please do. Um, domestic violence is a pattern of abusive behaviors used by someone to establish power and control over another person in a relationship. Um, statistically speaking, one in three women are physically abused by an intimate partner every year, and it's one in four men. And, like... Literally, the whole point, the whole thing about domestic violence is that it's rooted in power and control. And it's also rooted in toxic masculinity, rape culture, and systemic oppression. We don't really talk about gender-based violence that much in our communities. But it's also because a lot of communities and a lot of cultures enable that type of behavior. Like, there's a lot of people that tell you that, like, it's okay to hit your wife when she doesn't listen to you or when she doesn't obey you. But personally, marriage isn't about obedience between one another. It's not. Like, there's more to marriage than that. And it's just really wild whenever people say, my wife was not obeying me, that's why I put my hands on her. Well, there's more to your marriage than obedience. It's really about respect. You both owe things onto one another. And, like, obedience isn't any of those things, actually. Like, literally... The Quran and the Sunnah will let you know this immediately. The only person you're supposed to obey is your Lord. What? Like, you're just supposed to respect each other. And when one of y'all tells the other not to do something, 
there's you gotta listen to that for real because there's responsibility that you have as a man and there's responsibilities that you have as a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there was a TikTok earlier. I'm gonna have to find it later. Actually, yeah, there was a TikTok earlier that was talking about, um, it was talking about how people seem to confuse obedience and, like, um, like, like God says that men have rights over women and people will confuse that to, like, there's things that women have to do for men. Or something like that. And it's <laughs> Why like, do they pick and choose what to confuse them? They do. Like, <laughs> people will talk about the religion. Like, men have authority over their wives. They have authority over women. And people will confuse authority with, like, no, people will say they have responsibility. No, the class says that men have responsibility over their wives. And people will confuse responsibility with authority. Authority and responsibility are not the same thing. Mm-mm. Authority requires obedience, control, there's orders, all of that. And authority can allow abuse. But with responsibility, there's more, there's more, there's respect into it, there's reliability into it, dependence to it. Like, with responsibility, it requires respect between each other. There's no, you don't have to listen to your husband. Like, you, you don't have to obey your husband. That's a very strong word to use. It's more you have to respect your husband. Because he has things that he's responsible to, upon you. There's some, there, he has responsibilities over you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and people will use, and a lot of men will also use these responsibilities they have over their wife to like control her but that's you can't do that like brother you cannot do that not brother (laughs) (laughs) i'm so in it like not me talking like like a shed they got me on my scholarly but yeah yeah like i was saying like there's no power there shouldn't be no power and like no control upon one another in these relationships Mm mm-hmm like, that's when you start allowing abuse into your relationship because you feel like you have power over your wife or you feel like you have power over your husband. And no, that's not how it works. And can we stop confusing the term sawar? Like, I feel like every single time, like, domestic violence is brought up, it's always, like, sawar. You know? Like, oh, sawar, 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 sawar. Um, so let's just... There, we did a um we, we, we did an episode on sawar. We did. So you guys can go back and listen to that episode because a lot of men don't understand sawar. So we did a, that episode was actually really really good because both of us was on our dean. We had to get y'all together. So that was a really good episode. So we're just gonna go back and reference of that episode and talk about what the actual meaning is. First of all, I want to say like in that episode we kind of all said like what our parents say sawar is and sawar is just basically like just enduring pain and enduring like just Not just allowing things to happen and it's just being it being okay you know so in islam sawar means patience um endurance is characterized as being one of two parts of faith it teaches to remain spiritually steadfast and the way Africans use it is to ma- manipulate into people, into staying into toxic situations. And someone has one of the meanings of someone, the patience part of it, is you're being patient for the sake of Allah. You're being patient for the sake of Allah, meaning you're being patient for God. God will not want you to be patient as you're getting your ass beat and knocked into the floor. God and domestic violence have nothing to do with each other. You're being patient for the sake of Allah. Meaning, let's say that you caught your man texting another female. And you're like, you know what? This is a marriage. This is an institution that I've been building for years. This is the father of my kids. I'm going to be patient for the sake of Allah. Okay? He's knocking, making you bleed, cutting your head open. Do you think that Allah will not question this man on his actions and what he has done to you? Do you think that Allah is going to be like, yo, she forgave you. Come on, let's go into heaven. That's not how that works. Being patient for the sake of Allah has nothing to do with the man abusing you. It just doesn't. When you're being patient, it's for smaller things. Like you caught him texting another female. You're going to be patient? Okay, so what? Okay? He yelled at you one or two times. You're like, okay, you raised your voice at me because I want to... You know, but when somebody is physically abusing you, that has nothing to do with patience, baby. No real man, even a man of, and then it's like, y'all be like, I don't understand. Like, do y'all really be thinking these men are the man of the Lord? Men that be beating y'all asses? Y'all think that these are like good men? 
Like, I be so confused. Y'all be like, you know what? Like, people are even abuse the religion. Literally. Like, why are y'all even thinking about Sawat and shit? This nigga don't care about the religion. He beat your ass. He don't care about the religion. And even having those, like, when you go to your people, a lot of women will get, um, a, not, I'm not gonna say just women, but a lot of people, a lot of victims, like, they will know something's wrong, you know, later on. And when they go on to tell people, and who they will tell, like, for women, especially in our culture, like, you live where he live at. Like, the people you got there for you are his people. Your people are, are two planes away or something. Like, they can't just come real quick and get you or nothing, none of that. So, a lot of times, I know women that would go to, like, their in-laws and be like, this is what your son is doing. And their in-laws would be like, well, you just got to be patient. Personally, I feel like as mothers, as fathers, as in-laws... Y'all really should make it easier to leave a man. As a community, actually, we gotta make it easier for people to leave these abusive relationships. Right. Like, y'all make it so hard to leave people's abusers. And honestly, people who be leaving, a lot of them end up dead. Like, after leaving. But y'all already make it hard from the jump. Why don't I learn from that? Like, how many people need to die? And my thing is, like, one thing that I do wanna say, like, First and foremost, stop asking men what they think. Like, you literally need to stop asking men, like, oh, what do you think about domestic violence? What do you think about domestic violence? What do you think about domestic violence? Because these men will go on their platform and they will just tell you, like, well, our parents, like, they're just so much better than you guys because they have more tolerance. Our parents didn't come on social media crying about their abusers. Our parents, like, our parents, this, like, as a man, if you do not have a vagina, you don't get to speak on what a woman can tolerate. You don't get to speak on what a woman, like, what, you just can't speak on a woman, period. If you're not saying anything good about a woman, don't speak on a woman, you don't have any rights, please. Somebody needs to revoke men's access to a microphone, to a phone, oh to everything, because I'm so sick and tired of going on these platforms and I hear a man speaking on a woman. What the snow doing? Why do y'all care about a woman? And then y'all don't even, like, y'all talking shit about us, right? Y'all don't even care for us. Y'all not trying to protect us. Y'all not trying to be there for us. So why are you constantly speaking on, like, you're, it seems like y'all platforms are not popping unless it's speaking on a woman. It seems like y'all not gonna y'all not gonna get no views, y'all not gonna get no likes, y'all not gonna get a kiki kaka unless you're speaking down on a woman, and that's just sad. Keep women get out of woman business, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all are so quick to say like these women are so weak that they they don't have no support, they don't have no. Business. I don't want y'all homies to beat y'all asses every single night. That's what I want. I want a man to endure the pain of a woman, and then let's see how much patience you will have. When another man is beating your ass every single night, throwing you down some flat of stairs every single night, let's see what kind of patience you have then. And tell them, please shut the fuck up and get off your phones. Please shut the fuck up and turn off whatever y'all want to speak because y'all don't have a voice. Y'all not the voice for the people. Shut said go build a house or something. Get in the field. Because y'all doing too much of this internet stuff. And that's not a man. I'm so Like, sick. what type of man God left on this earth? Like, the man that we knew back then. And any time they open their mouth is to speak good about our women. That's the type of man that we knew. Back, y'all always want to talk about our parents, our parents. Anytime our parents went on anything to speak about our women, they're saying something good about our women. But y'all... Anytime y'all get on a platform to speak on a women, y'all talking down on women. Y'all telling us that we're useless. We're nothing because we don't have patience and so on. Because we're expo- exposing abusers. And to me, it's just stop speaking on women. I'm so sick and tired of y'all. Okay? Stop going on podcasts to speak on women. Stop making Facebook statuses to speak on women. Just stop. Period. If y'all not fighting for us, if y'all not on frontline set up protecting us, y'all don't have no rights to speak for us because we're going to speak for each other. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Lima, because they not got me heated. Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to say all that. Oh, but, but <laughs> I don't even know what to say after all that. <laughs> um, Yeah, but personally, I just feel like, like, y'all just don't make, like, as a community, y'all do not make it easy for people to leave these abusers. Y'all will literally talk shit about women that are divorced and will make it so hard for women to, like, want to leave because they don't want to face the consequences of being a divorcee. And personally, I feel like, woo, it really does not matter. Like, it's literally nobody's business if you're divorced or not. You can get divorced 30 times. Yep, yep, I said it. As a woman, first of all, when niggas get divorced and when niggas leave women or something, 
everybody is totally fine with the man automatically getting getting married again. Okay, y'all are definitely fine with it. But a woman will wait her 40 days. She'll wait her 40 days. And maybe add a few more years onto that. And then y'all will be like, wow, she got married again? So what? <laughs> like, what? What? That doesn't make any sense. And honestly, you wouldn't be waiting 40 days and they're not even, like, they're not even widows or nothing. They just, they just not having, you know what, you know what I mean? Like, they're just not talking to nobody. Or they'll have their kids and they'll be like, oh, I don't want my kids to be around other men. Understandable. But still, y'all be, like, feeling some type of way when women go get remarried. There's a reason why they didn't work out. There's a reason why her son or her daughter or whatever or her kid isn't, you know, with their dad or, or like, isn't, like, isn't, there's a reason why they're visiting their mom or they're visiting their dad. There's a reason for these things. And you guys don't know the reason. So I don't know why you guys always talk down on women for getting divorced or getting remarried. Like, no. I feel like nobody should ever in their lives stay in an abusive relationship, whether you're a man or a woman. You don't need that. You never need that. But y'all just make it so difficult for people to move on. There's this big-ass stigma about divorce that needs to end. And people will be like, oh, it's just how society is. You're a part of society. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why people be like, saying, oh, that's just the culture. When something when something wrong is happening, people are like, oh, you know, that's just what the culture is. Change the culture. It's fine. It's fine to change the culture. There's some traditions we don't need to keep going going with. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, change it. You're, you exist, right? You're a part of our culture, and you think something's wrong. You and your friends go around telling people, tell people why you think it's wrong, figure some shit out, and change the culture. It's literally, my, the, the reason why, like, the t- culture's not being changed is because there's men that love the idea of that their father was the head of the household and their father got to do everything because he literally was holding his mama hostage. They like that. So that way, when mm-hmm. they get a wife, they're like, y'all need to be more like our parents. Our, and then when they say our parents, they're literally just speaking about the women. They're literally just talking about how the women was in jail, damn near. Like, any, like I hate when y'all speak for our parents because it's like, you're not our parents. You don't know what the hell these people was doing. And you don't know why they did it. And they would be like, damn, my, my grandma my grandpa has such a beautiful relationship. Your no, grandma, grandma has type 2 diabetes. Sure, let me stop talking about like, grandmas. But like a lot of these, a lot of our parents' relationships or a lot of a lot of people's grandparents or their parents' relationships are not the love stories y'all think they are. Y'all literally like fetish. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a fetish for y'all. Y'all like, oh, my mama and my dad been together 40 years. But like, why don't you tell us that your mama be crying to sleep every night? Why don't you tell us that your daddy be in every single state with different women? Why don't you tell us that your mama is always at the hospital visiting because she got all types of diseases that your daddy oh is like, But y'all only want to fetishize the fact that they've been together for 40 years. And like, like, I don't know why people are so obsessed with like the years that people last like, for. Are those years, years healthy? Like, we, we over here looking for healthy relationships. You think y'all gonna ask you, how long you been with your wife? Because I'm trying to know if you can get into heaven with this answer. Like, no, that's not fucking important. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you're not happy, if you don't feel yourself growing in your relationship, if nothing, you're not flourishing in that relationship, you understand? If you marry your husband and you have nothing, and you going on 10 years, you still got nothing, what type of relationship is that? Mm-hmm. Like and then some of y'all y'all be worse than the way you was when you was with your parents. At least when when you was with your parents, you was in school, you had you a car, you had you a job. You get married for ten years, you've been getting abused. Now you ain't you ain't got no school, you ain't got no car. You got three, four kids that you raising all by yourself. You don't lost your happiness. You don't let go of yourself. And but you you're holding on to because you're in ten year relationship and you're holding on to that ten year relationship. But you don't lost everything that you worked for when you was at your parents' house. Come on, let's 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 leave it alone and let's pack up them really old relationships that y'all have because they are not healthy and it's okay to let them go. Mhm. And we also got to talk about like solutions to this stuff because honestly, though, calling the police is not enough no more. Me, personally, I'm a very, like, I feel like every time I think about just, like, people would be like, oh, what would you do if you was in that situation? I don't know what I would do, personally, but I probably would start getting real belligerent. So, Lord, keep me from away from that type of situation. Because, no, we're not going to do that to nobody's son. But still, 
Um, personally, I just feel like we need to find ways to support the women who are in these situations even before they pass away because sadly enough, a lot of a lot of these situations do end in death. Yeah. And we gotta figure out things quickly before before any of that. And I feel like first things first, you gotta start believing people from the jump. A lot of people would tell their family members or tell their friends, This is what this man is doing to me. Like at first sometimes it really just be the lover stuff and the blood be blind to you. But when shit gets serious, niggas really start getting serious and they start telling people. Mm-hmm. And people don't believe them. Oh, but he's so nice. I don't I can never imagine him doing that to you. Well, girl, you don't live with him. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like and also another thing is people also be like, Oh well he wasn't like that when you guys were talking. Do y'all know how these marriages work? Like, <laughs> you think you gonna be my ass publicly? And also like we, the, we were just quitting. People really change once you live with them. Like, people are not the same people that you think they are once you live with them. You may think, oh, yeah, Shorty's amazing. Shorty's fantastic. Shorty's lying. Shorty don't wake up every morning to cook. No. What? I'm Shorty. <laughs> nah, but, like, like it just people will just tell you stuff because yeah. they want you. But, like, once you live with them... It's really different. It's a different. It's a whole different life. So of course, nobody ever like first. First of all, if you know the dudes are abusive, you wouldn't speak to him anymore. Mm-mm. And a lot of women do not be knowing that that guys will have that in them until they live together, until they have their first, until they get pregnant. Yeah. Or until they start cheating, and you start speaking up for yourself. Now they want to beat your ass because you got a mouth. <sighs> I just want to say. That I'm very happy that women are speaking out. Like, women are actually exposing their abusers. Men are getting mad. Men are really coming on these platforms. You can tell. Like, I want y'all to do this for me, okay? Every time y'all hear a man go on live and he say, like, y'all need to be more like our parents, check that nigga off your list. Don't talk to him. Don't get near his ass because he is going to try to be like his father. He is going to try to hold you in them shackles of being underneath him and never, like, being your own self. So, if you ever hear a man say the words, you guys are not like our parents. You guys need to be more like our parents. I love the culture. Be the girls that follow the culture. Anything in that area, run <laughs> for the hills. The culture is very flawed. Like I said, we got to change the we culture. Gotta, we have to change the culture. There's something. And when, when we say, like, we need to change the culture, men get so mad. And they're like, oh, my God, you guys want to be God. No. There's a lot of things in our culture that's, like, nice. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that make us smiley man too that we totally enjoy when y'all do y'all little dancings and you're, you're like, whatever. Like, so those traditional clothing and all that stuff. Like, we love. Cool. Keep it. The dickities that you guys think. All of that. Amazing. Keep it. But when y'all are sexist, misogynist, when y'all say only women can go in the kitchen and cook and clean, when y'all say you, my wife need to be up 6 a.m. to cook and clean for me and all that cultural aspects, that needs to go. A lot of them, that's what we're talking about. One thing I can say that's good about a lot of guys in our generation, I guess, is that a lot of them are pretty smart, they, and some of them really do understand that, like, um, yeah, like so a lot of things are flawed and things need to change. The thing is, those guys are not as loud as the ones that are talking, be, shit. Are talking exactly. crazy. They, they be quiet. They be in the background, like, yeah. They be calling us, like, you know what? Like, I didn't agree with nothing that boy had to say. Why you ain't speak up? You're part of the problem when you're just quiet. When you give me your my kudos in the background, when you text me like, yo, I agree with you, I don't agree with that man, you should have said something out loud. Don't be telling me like kudos. And any dude that talked to me here already know. Like, I, I press them. Do not talk, do not tell me kudos when you didn't say kudos on a live. Like, I'm not about to date no man that's a pussy, period. If I'm, if I'm parading and I'm over here saying, like, yo, women need to be loved and respected. You, as my man, you need to be loud and proud saying women need to be loved and respected because that's the type of man I want on my shoulders. A man that love all women, not just me. You love me? Cool. Love all women. Fight for all women. Because you know that you need to be the voice of the voiceless. Fight for everybody, not just me. And that's why I ain't got no man. Because there ain't no man that's going to step out and go and fight for women. Because y'all be scared of these boys. I don't know why. Like, they be so scared of other men. Like, wh- like why? Like, I, I want to be... I, girl, I be talking to these men like they won't be my ass. But, like, the other man won't talk to them like that. Like, come on. Anyways. A lot of dudes do be scary. They be scared. Like, why? Don't like, be scared of another dude. Come I, want, on. I want some guys to really get out the shackles of other men's opinions on them. 
Like, the people that never, sometimes you can tell when a dude doesn't care what other dudes feel about him, because he be himself. He, even when he say crazy things, it be his crazy thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But some of y'all, y'all will say what y'all homeboys say. And I kind of don't like that. We don't. But, so that is the conversation that we wanted to have on domestic mm-hmm. violence. We wanted to bring it to life. I want to say the solution. Oh, wait, we got about solution. Oh, the solution. Some of the solutions that I feel like we can do. Number one, we're already doing it, exposing the abusers. I feel like that's great. Like, people are, like, aware of who these mm-hmm. abusers are. When you're keeping them to yourselves, we don't know who they are. We cannot help you if you do not try to ask for help, you know. So thank you guys for exposing your abusers. That's very important. Removing the victims from the situation. Quickly. Quickly. Supporting it. these victims. If mm-hmm. you, you ask my friend, if you tell me, oh, my husband's beating me, I'm going to invite you to my home. You can always be at my home. I will always help you. So mm-hmm. just, like, be there for people. I feel like that's a solution is op- being open to when people say, can I come to your place? You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of old recognizing signs. A lot of older people that like to say, like, oh, I don't want to get involved. Like, that's just like, who are they, they going to talk about me? And they're going to say, I was like involved in your marriage. So I don't want to help you. Blah, blah, blah. Release that. If somebody asks for your help, help them. You might be the only place that they had to go. Mm-hmm. You might be the last resort before. And if you let them go back to their abusers, they could get killed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. It is a sad reality. Right. So also let's not put our hands on people. Male or female. Let's not put our hands on Let's just not. Like we don't condone violence on women, violence on men, violence on kids, violence on babies. Goodness. Like like especially like I'm heavy on the let's not put our hands on people because I know people who are in relationships. Like I know couples who like play fighting. That's one thing. But some girls will literally like really buck up on a nigga. And let's not do that. Yeah, like, they be really, like, sweet guys out there that, like, will never put their hands on a woman. And they can give the girls that be ready to beat them. Yeah! Like, keep like, your hands off of these men. Like, don't hit your boyfriends or your husbands. Like, even if it's just, like, like you mad at him so you want to smack him. Like, no, abuse is abuse. Okay? And these scrawny dudes, y'all be beating them up. Like, let, leave them alone. I love so, my scrawny guys. So, but we did forget to um, we did forget to read the affirmation. I would like for you to read the affirmation. Oh, you want me to read it? Yes. Okay. So this affirmation is about friendship earlier, but and, and it's, this affirmation to me is just important because I feel like a lot of people don't understand like the importance of just your soul and like the type of aurora that you bring around and like just the soul that you have is very very important. And it's important to know like the type mm-hmm. of person that you are. Some people don't even know like what type of person they are. So I feel like this is just important. Mm-hmm. So this says, okay, souls resemble other souls, and those that resemble each other are in harmony. That is why people are attracted to- towards those they resemble. I that's feel, so like, cute. I feel okay. like that's important because it's <laughs> important to know, like, when to let go. Mm-hmm. Like, some people, like, they feel like, oh, my God, you're so much like me. You act like me. Like, I just need to be around you because it's easier to be around you because you're so much like me. But if that person is not good to you, you need to release that. Mm-hmm. Let it go. So You thank- can always find somebody that's, you know, there for you. There's billions, billions of people on this planet. I promise you, not one person, just your so many. Thank you guys for tuning in to Let's Talk Bantus season two, season three, season three, episode one. Season three is going to be like amazing and y'all are going to love it because now we are very much outspoken. Mm-hmm. We are very much unfiltered. Okay. We was very filtered the first two episodes, but we were very much unfiltered. Like crazy we was filtered back then. Niggas was talking like shit too. Like <laughs> very much unfiltered because who going to fight us, boo? We need, to, we need to be unfiltered because that's the only way y'all gonna listen is when we say what, what's really in our chest and our hearts and our minds. Okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you guys. Ah.